millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast, NXT-flavoured edition. I am El Fagador Laurie Blake and I'm joined by Adam Blompier. Hello. How are you coping with the heat? um well i'm i'm sticking to this chair uh not it's not just pat mcafee gluing me to my seat uh, this week yes because that is the the main talking point we have is that pat mcafee you know you know pat mcafee yes famous 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 uh football player person no talkie man pat yeah. mcafee he wore shorts one time to a wrestlemania um, as part of a suit, no less. Uh, that man, Pat McAfee, that guy with the blonde hair and the, the the big sort of sunburnt shoulders, that man, Pat McAfee, he he punted Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT champion, on uh, this week's NXT. And that was the the main event angle. That's the, 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 the thing they've decided that they're going to do with Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT champion, as his next thing to him to get his heat back after losing the belt to Keith Lee. Pat McAfee, the... The blonde haired, I imagine he's got blue eyes. Football player Pat McAfee punted Adam Cole to close NXT. Here's the show. Well, this is it. This is their big plan for TakeOver Triple X involving Adam Cole. I'm ready. Pat McAfee. Bring uh, me more McAfee. It's what I was missing in my NXT. I know. People with radio shows getting physically involved. When Sam Roberts gonna throw down? Yeah, when he gets more sunburn. That's when. That's when. When he brings the sunburn to NXT. Man, I can't believe that this is what they've they've gone with. Uh, Bring in Rosenberg. It's his time. (laughs) This is the way for Adam Cole to get his heat back. This is it. This is how he's gonna do it over Pat McAfee. In an episode in which they really G'd up the return to full force of the Undisputed Era. They had a package at the beginning of the show um, that sort of said that Kyle came back last week and it really it really heavily lent on the, the fact that they were fully reunited. Um, they got a package in the middle of the show that was like, 
It was about the match of Imperium, but featured no Imperium beyond their music and was just about how many times the Undisputed Era have won championships and been tag team championships. This, if they'd won this match of Imperium, it would have been their fourth reign as the NXT tag team champions. Uh, really G'd them up, really bigged them up. And then the whole thing was actually about Pat McAfee. Uh, and they tried it. They tried to play us like it wasn't even that wasn't what was going to happen because he turned up for a match before he turned up in a match before that to sit on the commentary oh, yes. desk with Phillips. So it was like, yeah, no, he just he just it's happens to be here. <laughs> <laughs> You've tricked me, NXT. I'm never going to get it. This was horse, shit. and I am going to beat. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to go back and beat that because this. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh no, like. You know, I, I knew they were building into an angle from the clip of uh, his show where Adam Cole sort of popped off at being called short. And I was like, that's fine. Do you know what? Like a really short little angle with them might be fine. Oh, just be- oh short, is it? Yeah. Hey. A, quick little, a quick little thing, a tete-a-tete between the two. Oh my God, are you going to bring us some PR by by punting Adam Cole in the head? Yeah. Is that what you're are you starting a feud with Adam Cole right now? I am Ooh, trying actually, to start a feud with Adam Cole. I'm going to start a feud with Roderick Strong. Roderick Weak, more like. Come yeah. at me. Yeah. With your perfect platonic family. Like, oh, oh, idiot. I hate you, you dork. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this, this whole thing just feels like a, a PR stunt. And, and you know what? Like, it, it works because it's going to have people like us saying what a load of rubbish it is. Um, <laughs> But this, it just made me not care about this match, and this this was this this was a match that had a lot of potential. Imperium are very very good. Undisputed Era, we haven't seen Fish and O'Reilly back together as of working together as a tag team for a very long time on NXT. And you know, like there were some really good little moments, but I've made barely any notes about the match because so much of it was just McAfee whinging on about Adam Cole and everyone being like, you're only 20 feet away from him. And then Adam Cole comes over and is like, you are I'm only 20 feet away from you. It's like everyone knows exactly how far 20 foot is in NXT. Um, and yeah, so like the only bits about the match that I've made notes on is, is Kyle O'Reilly hitting his ultra combo as he comes in on a hot tag and just nails Bartel. And then he dragon screws everyone into oblivion. And there was this really, that was the really, this was really was the standout moment of the match. He hits dragon screws on everyone. He gets Bartel in a, in a sort of ankle lock uh, as Bartel crawls, gets the ropes. Fish just drops a headbutt on him, which gives Kyle the opportunity to drag him back into the center of the ring. Why are you talking about the match, Laurie? I'm sorry. Get to the interesting bit. Get to the reason just, we're all here. I just Look, want to, I want to say that there was wrestling in this really good match. Like he's really matter. upset. It does matter. It, it does, doesn't. This is, the, this is the thing. It does matter. <laughs> Please say it does matter. No, I, don't, no. I don't want to. Look, Pat, there was, Pat went off on one and was Beth something left the commentary worth. table because she couldn't handle it. She wasn't even at the commentary table. She Beth just hung, her, she hung she, up a Skype call. She closed her browser. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So do you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter what wrestling happened. Some wrestling happened, but it was mostly eventually Adam Cole had heard too many jibes at his size his uh, baby body or whatever it was. He's got the child's body with a really big head. Uh, that was one. So then Adam Cole rolls it, walks over, gets in McAfee's face and then chucks a bottle of water at him, which is the worst thing that you can do in oh, wrestling. Oh, you don't. You don't. As we all don't know. Do that. 
And you know what? As soon as the water was spilled, Shawn Michaels, veteran wrestler Shawn Michaels, knowing full well that people tend to pop off in which when the liquids are spilled, uh, got right in there to break it up. <laughs> um, and they just started having a go at each other for a, for a good little while. Uh, they, they got separated. Triple H was there separating them. They tried to walk McAfee out of the building. But then he decided to walk back over, get right in Adam Cole's face and says, uh, if nothing is going to change, then for the rest of life, you're going to be a tiny, itty bitty, short bitch. Yeah. And then as Cole tries to climb across the announce table to get him, McAfee just punts him. <laughs> now, to, to be fair, I'm sure Pat McAfee could kick my head off. He seems like a stronger man than I, but he's also, crucially, a podcaster. And you shouldn't have podcasters decking your world champions. No. It just feels like a golden rule, doesn't it? And he, yeah, and he, and you know what? He walks out of there and they make this whole deal about it. And he says on the way out, like, oh, this is a very unprofessional working environment. And then it cuts and the show ends with Adam Cole motionless on the floor <laughs> as Shawn Michaels kneels over him. And it's like, Hunter, is anyone actually calling a doctor? <laughs> you know what? McAfee's right. This is like, this place is a shambles. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they had they had all the officials there and not one person has started administering first aid. One of those guys must be trained in first aid. It must be a rule that you have to have someone at ringside who knows it. I absolutely love hate this. this. Love I hate it. this. I hate it so much. <laughs> I can't believe that this is what they've decided will be. Like, this is the biggest takeover uh <laughs> for for since 20 i guess like whatever the 20th takeover was or since like i don't know this, this it feels like a real milestone in nxt and i know it's happening during lockdown and it's you know it's happening during a really odd period for wrestling but it this does feel like a really big deal for nxt and this is what they've chosen for adam cole to be doing you know the best we can hope for is this is well, this is what he's doing just in the run-up Hopefully, hopefully something else happens on the show, but it's going to be a match on that show. (laughs) We've got how many NXTs left until Triple X? Two. Two, yeah. (laughs) Sure. I mean, like what? Yeah. What's the end product? Is it, is it a match? Is it Cole McAfee? Is that the match where Cole just, where McAfee's going to turn up wearing, where all non-wrestlers turn up wearing, which is some black oversized jogging bottoms and like a black oversized shirt. And and either Cole's going to beat him or or worse, they're going to set up Cole's next challenger by having interference and having Cole then feud with him and having McAfee win. The possibilities are endless. I, I, I loved it, but from a purely schadenfreude perspective, like I know, I know I should be like you, Laurie. I should be, I should, you know, my monocle should be popping out of my eye socket and I should be saying, but this is most unorthodox, but I can't, I, I can't help it. I haven't, I haven't stopped giggling about it all day. Pat McAfee punted Adam Cole to death. He's going to be part of Randy Orton's new stable. He's killed the legend that is Adam Cole. 
Pat McAfee is going to be doing interviews for his big takeover match in one of those cut-off short suits that he wears to do all of the <laughs> bloody pre-show bollocks he does for WWE. The longest-running oh, NXT I champion in it. NXT history. And this is what they came up with him. Do you know what? Like, they, I think they really did. They, they, they've been listening to what we've been saying about the Undisputed Era for the last few weeks. So we've been saying that they've done everything in NXT and there isn't really anything else for them to do except this. This is. The, do you know what? They had to dig deep, but they found the thing that Adam Cole hadn't done yet, which is getting the, in the bottom of the drawer by Pat McAfee. Is this oh. right? Is this punishment for Cole and McAfee doing this angle? But like Cole went on Pat McAfee's show, and the story goes that Cole did the did this angle to try and get some publicity and didn't run it past the right channels of WWE. Is this their punishment that McAfee punks out? Cole yeah. on live TV. But also in the process, completely craps on returning Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, who got so distracted by the water throwing, the the the, the super soaker fight happening at ringside that they lost the match. They did Imperium lose. Retain. Uh, they did a European bomb and won. There was some wrestling that we should be talking about, but no, we are instead talking about Pat McAfee's Big old hams clocking Adam Cole in the mush in his big baby's head and knocking him out cold. And Shawn Michaels not quite knowing how to administer CPR. What's what the draw? A load of this is an episode as well, mind you, that in the middle section had one of the coolest, I think one of the coolest little vignettes that I've seen in a long, long while. And a real like tone setter as well with the Keith Lee uh, carrying cross bit, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, and this is how they chose to end it. Like, I feel like the carrying cross thing felt like the finish. That should have been the finish of the show. And instead they did the, they did that and did this like, Karen Cross has wiped out the entire backstage area. He's killed Danny Birch, as far as we know. And then we just immediately cut to the Undisputed Era being like, oh, yeah, up next, Undisputed Era, something, something, something. No, no, it's Pat McAfee. (laughs) I do do want to point out, right, um, long-term booking on this show. Uh, We did talk about uh, what would happen after this main event last week. Uh, uh, Promises were made. And I think it's time we just had a little bit of a recap of what happened last week. Mm -hmm. Like, I they're not going to win the tag match next week. They, if they, if they do, I will, uh, I will eat a banana skin and all. And if they don't win, I'll put my willy in the toaster. Well, I've already, I've already done that. So (laughs) (laughs) how do you think, how do you think you get a bagel out of the toaster? Adam? (laughs) I, I noticed you came into this video with a lot more energy, a lot more vim <laughs> yeah, than it, usual. Yeah. I'm actually, in, I'm in incredible pain. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I keep banging on about Shawn Michaels and the CPR. I just, I'm waiting for someone to call me my doctor. Um, uh, I we move on? Yes, I think so. I, 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 I think in summation, Adam is happy because this is the kind of goofy wrestling that you you love. Not, for some I'm not reason. happy. I'm not you happy. Are, you seem I'm alive. I feel alive, Laurie. Adam Adam thinks this is the greatest uh, wrestling storyline of the year. He said as much to me before we came on air. I think this is a waste of space, absolute bollocks. Um, but do you know what? Like, it was it was an interesting moment and something different for the Undisputed Era. Uh, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you like wrestling? Do you like improv? Do you like role-playing games? And you'll love No Rolls Barred, presented by the WrestleTalk Podcast Network. Six players come together to create a fictional wrestling promotion, roll dice, and create the kind of insanity that real companies could only dream of creating. Can Tony the Milkman survive the twilight of his career and still find time to care for his wrestling son? Can the Denimatrix overcome the vicious apex and achieve total denimation? Can brothers Golden Joe and Silver Bro coexist exist as a tag team before they combust. Find out now with the wrestling show that everyone's talking about. No Rolls Barred is available wherever you get your podcasts and only presented on the WrestleTalk Podcast Network. The show in full started off with Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai, which is the number one contendership match um, for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, it felt like it was going to be one of those ones where, oh no, Dakota Kai uh, will... It, Dakota Kai was going to need help to win this. They they weren't going to let Dakota Kai win clean against Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley has been booked strong throughout. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, Mercedes Martinez gets involved in this match because the Robert Stone brand uh, later in the show revealed that Rhea Ripley might be done with them, but they're not done with Rhea. Um, good little match, this. I really, really liked it. I think they the, the two worked really well together. They played up the kind of power advantage that Rhea Ripley had over Kai really well. 
Rhea's main <laughs> tactic was drop Kai on her own face. Yeah. Uh, over and over, there was electric chair drops in the ring, outside the ring, onto the apron. It was all it was all electric chair. She thought she was Corey Graves. Um, and you, there was just something that I think there was more in this match that we could have got out of it. And I think it was it was actually really nice to see Dakota go toe-to-toe with Rhea in in a in a non um, like without Raquel Gonzalez in her corner, because I think Dakota has always had that kind of feeling. She's either been the mo- like a massive underdog when she was on a babyface run, or she's been the heel with backup. And she's never really got a chance to prove herself against somebody of Rhea's caliber in a fair fight. So aside from the finish, obviously giving her the, giving her the win in a kind of protecting Rhea type way, um, it was really, really nice to see Dakota being given proper time on NXT TV to show what she can do against like that top tier um, in the women's division. Yeah, it's a difficult one because they. Uh, I'm just thinking about Pat McAfee still. It's a difficult one. Uh, they because they absolutely had this be a one sided match for the most part. I think maybe Kai had a, like a few like one move where she like managed to alley-oop Rhea and then got her in like a rest hold. And then pretty much the whole match was Rhea. So it doesn't, I don't know how much it kind of sets up an excitement factor for Kai versus Shirai. I I, I feel like there needs to be an extra element to Kai's game to make us feel like, oh, something actually might happen mm-hmm. at TakeOver. Uh, because yeah, they didn't, they, they, sh- the story here was very clear. Rhea Ripley is a better wrestler than Dakota Kai. Look at her, oh, yeah. destroy her. Uh, Mercedes Martinez had to get involved in order to make it be a difference maker. And obviously Raquel Gonzalez, apparently according to the comments from last week's video, Raquel Gonzalez is being prepped for main roster and isn't like, and her and Kai have officially broken up, which I didn't, uh, I didn't clock. So that's some good, mm. good visual storytelling there, WWE. And uh, yeah, like- People I just disappear from NXT all bye, the time. Bye, Chelsea. They just disappear. It's not, yeah. you know, and they, they, you know, they made a storyline out of that and it was, it's called Legado del Fantasma. And that's maybe that's what's happened. They're maybe. Just, yeah. or, or Carrion got to- They've, got, yeah. they've gone to Manchester, like they do in EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> to that great Manchester in the sky. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like the only thing that I, I think wasn't successful about this match, because yeah, Dakota Kai got the win. That's cool. I'm not sure. Short of injuring Sh- Io Shirai before the match, I'm not sure how kind mm-hmm. of we make an interesting takeover match out of this. But uh, I, I feel like Dakota Kai is on is on the rise. And I think we, I, I hope that she, we think a lot more of her capabilities as a result of the takeover match. It's just yeah. that she, I feel like it was a little bit, one-sided but you know she does have the the big takeover spot so cool i, I she, i'm a big I mean, fan she's, of yeah she's guys. she's a classic first big takeover defense for the champion to win right like she, that that's a she's she's in the dolph ziggler role um that where you're going to go into this thinking yeah she's never going to win and then hopefully throughout the course of the match dakota will convince us that there was a glimmer of hope there and then mm-hmm. you know sure i hit a moonsault and it's all done um yeah i i i really like dakota as the first choice of challenger for io shirai um i do wish they had put more effort into trying to make her look strong um, I wonder if they're going to do that by doing something with the Robert Stone brand, but I feel that kind of muddies the waters with the Mercedes Martinez joining up with them because um, you don't want her to immediately just go from being like the headliner of that brand to being the muscle of the brand and mm. Dakota being the face of the brand, if you like, and then Aaliyah somewhere down the backing dancer. I don't like, I don't know where she fits into that role. <laughs> if, if between takeovers, we the go third from- girl in steps or whatever it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
between takeovers, we go from Robert Stone being pissed, pissed up to owning the NXT Women's Championship in a huge stable. Uh, that would be quite the glow up for Robert Stone. I don't think so. I, th- I, I think um, like Ms. Martinez versus um, uh, Ripley is the feud and I'm excited for that feud. That is going to be a yeah. fun. I want. I feel like that's probably going to get higher billing on Takeover if that does happen as well. <laughs> like, you know. Um, then we then we got Bronson Reed versus Shane Thorne, which was uh, fine. Like, it, it was a perfectly serviceable little match. I, I I forget how good Shane Thorne is, and he's just never used. Uh, no, it's not his time. It's it feels so sad that he's really really good. Like yeah. that uh, that sent on um, t- that tope sent on. It's gorgeous. Mm. And he hit that. He hit this crazy set of moves in the corner when they sort of they came down off the top, and Reed was stuck, um, sort of hanging off the top rope. And, and uh, Thorne hits a huge boot, then runs back round and hits a flipping cannonball into him, and then runs back around as he sort of flops off, and then just hits him with the shining wizard. Shane Thorne is great, and like he felt like he was really going places. They teamed him up with Brendan Vink for a bit, and then they went to Raw. And they were on Raw for a very brief period of time. And now Shane Thorne's just back in NXT as if nothing happened. Uh, and yeah, being used to put over um, Bronson Reed, who needs obviously needs a little bit of uh, fire going into the ladder match, which is fine. That's a, it's a perfectly good use of him. Um, I also noticed that Thorne had the word Kuma written on his wrist tape. I don't know if he's just like a mad big Tekken fan, but uh, <laughs> it, popped, it popped me. Um, we then saw uh, Brizango being attacked by Legado del Fantasma backstage and they kidnapped Fandango. Later in the show, they dragged Fandango to the ring um, and Santos Escobar was chatting about um, basically the, the fact that, the, you know, Brizango have sort of offended the culture of being a luchador by wearing their masks to the ring. And they said like, every week we're coming out here and proving that Lucha Libre is a legitimate art form, not just a cheap means to make uh, money through merchandise. Um, and people like Brizango take the mickey. They, they put Dangos uh, down in the ring and then Breeze slides in, tries to get involved, gets the classic three-man beatdown, uh, yep. the, what's now known as the Drake Maverick. Uh, <laughs> and they pile him up in the ring and uh, Santos Escobar says, look, this is an example of if you say my name, this is what's going to happen to you. You know, Swerve Scott, who's been calling me out. Um, and it seems like we're heading into uh, Phantasma versus Swerve Scott. Possibly a takeover. I think that'd be a, such a good match. I really like this. You've got before Tyler Breeze's excellent idea, and you've got after Tyler Breeze's excellent <laughs> idea. Yeah, we've got two bodies now. Uh, by the way, uh, Laurie, it is my birthday coming up on the twenty fourth of August, the day after mm-hmm. SummerSlam. If you are looking for something to get me, I know that you were asking around in the office. Is it a snazzy jacket? It's that jacket. Yeah. Oh, could I have that, gorgeous. please? Yeah, I'm sure we could. Well, we've got to get Ollie's jacket back first. The 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 long running story that we dropped ages ago. Oh, yeah. uh, and then we can get you that jacket yeah okay, but that that is a gorgeous that is a gorgeous garment um then we got uh damien priest versus only lorkin versus the debuting ridge holloway from yorkshire he's a peaky blinder coming out of his cudgel he's got a flat cap he's got a coat the pockets of which are full of yorkshire puddings travelers <laughs> he calls them travelers uh <laughs> what, what a gimmick uh this is luke menzies who uh had one match on nxt where he lost to keith lee in one of keith lee's only wins back in the dark days of keith lee's run in nxt the one where he was complaining 
complaining, like, I don't care, do it in thin and it's too. And then they, they were like, you do the die jack match, do the die jack match. And now, now look where we are. Here so we are. Um, I don't really get the, the, there wasn't much to grab onto about Ridge. It was just a sort of clumsy appropriation of a bunch of tropes and that's fine. He's um, fine. Like he's good in the ring. Like he's, yeah, no, he's, yeah, it was a, he's pretty good. It's just an interesting way to debut a character to me because it's just like in a triple threat match doesn't really give them time to hit a lot of their moves. Like he, I think he, he composed himself really well here. He looked really good. He's bloody strong. Mm. Um, He's got those shoulders. Yeah. It was that bit where he just, there's a McAfee shoulders. He just, he just grabbed, he just grabs Lorcan at one point and just goes, okay, belly to belly overhead. Uh, And then priest runs in and starts trying to fling punches at me. He's like, got your arm, got your other arm overhead, belly to belly. Um, he like he is really like a physical specimen. He's he's he looked really really good. But yeah, I'd like to see more of like what does he want from life? Who is well, he? You know what I mean? Like beyond obviously he wants a whip it. Like but like what what else does he want? He wants to control that family that were after yeah. the other family in Peaky Blinders. You know yeah, he, he what he wants gravy on ninety percent of his meals. But what what is he what does he want? Adam is what I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I like. I, I like the match. I'm trying really to think. Good. I'm trying to think of northern things, but you've got all of them. It's yeah, really not. Okay. Is Stotty northern or is that Scottish? Stotty. That feel like. What was the one which is like a deep fried load of, like stuff? It's like a stuff. It's like a. Just, just like brick it looks brack. like a deep fried scone. You know the sort of things they eat oh, in the yeah, northern yeah, mining yeah. towns. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He does because he he's got all your vital nutrients. In <laughs> he does look like the walking embodiment of a Greg's. <laughs> yeah, he's a steak bake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you he's, what, I'm, he's really I'm good, and we're going to get to see more of him because the, this is where the confusing aspect of the uh, North American title ladder match comes in because. Um, uh, Damien Priest manages to win this match. There's a sort of big collision in the center of the ring. Um, Ridge Holland turns Lorcan inside out of a clothesline, gets a choke bomb from Priest, and then Priest picks up the downed Lorcan, hits the reckoning and wins the the match. This is all really good stuff. They all worked really well together. I really loved, um, I think my favorite bit was uh, Lorcan slapping, like holding Priest's hair and just slapping him on the back of the neck. Is that Um, what gave him the welt? Do you see the bump on his head? Like, like you can't really see it from this picture. You can make, like, it's just below his... um, his right eye bloody hell uh, mm. i think was that from lorcan just accidentally cracking him around the side of the head i wonder if the double blockbuster like knocked everyone's heads together like maybe i don't know he, he, he really yeah he was really puffed up at the end of that um but yeah so th- this all this all happened so priest is in the ladder match dexter loomis is not in the ladder match because he's now injured um there'll be another one next week which was said to be kushida this is and- grant Cameron Grimes and a mystery opponent. So expect mystery opponent to win that match. Um, And then we had a little bit of William Regal later on saying, oh, I've had some complaints from uh, Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano because they didn't win their matches. And I think they've got a legitimate claim to having another shot to get into this match, which just means we ran out of men. Um, (laughs) 
So the mid card wasn't as deep as we thought it was. Exactly. Boyd. So they're gonna. So what they're gonna do instead is all the people who didn't, who weren't pinned or submitted in their matches, uh, are going to have singles matches to determine the last two places. Um, so it will be Ridge and it will be uh, Johnny and Finn, and then whichever of Kushida and Grimes doesn't get pinned or submitted next week. Um, this is me assuming that the mystery opponent is going to win. I just feel like if there's a mystery opponent, they must win. It's Pat McAfee. <laughs> it's, 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 I've just realised it's Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do what Kurt Angle did with Shawn Michaels. He's going to recreate all of um, Adam Cole's accomplishments, but faster. He's going to win the North American <laughs> Championship at a ladder match. Then he's going to go on and he's going to squash Karrion Cross at the next takeover. He's be- going to become a double champion. I hate it <laughs> so much. I hate it. Oh, but he's going to bring in a four-man stable called the Patriarchy, and they'll just they'll, <laughs> the they'll tear the they'll tear the face apart. He's so big. Look at him. Uh, he's like if Ridge Holland ate Ridge Holland. What a huge what a huge draw. Look at that. He laid out. He's the longest-running NXT champion of all time. I know. With one kick. One kick. Off. Oh, take my money. Take my money. Take my well, money. What have, they, what have AEW got? John take Moxley my money. Take my money so I can no, yeah, please take my money so I can no longer afford my WWE Network subscription. Thank you. Bloody hell. Um, so, yeah, so the ladder matches has become a, a huge farce, and, uh, and now we, we definitely think that Pat McAfee might be in it. Um, this is probably my favourite moment of the show, though, which was around the midpoint. you got Keith Lee versus Cameron Grimes. It was a match in which Keith Lee manhandled Cameron Grimes, as you would expect. Grimes although, was- although Grimes got in a quite a bit of offense, I thought. Like that bit where um, Lee tries to kind of cross-body him and Grimes just flips him around. I thought Grimes showed off a quite a little bit in uh, in this match. Yeah, he hits the, he, so he hits the collision course. He does a bunch of he does a bunch of like wicked roll ups as well, like, out of like uh, the Big Bang catastrophe, and and puts his feet on the ropes. Does a lot of you know being cheeky. The best moment was the Grizzly Magnum moment where uh, he shuts him down with a Grizzly Magnum, and then Grimes gets up and he keep, keeps going for it, and he keeps obviously his frame date is not as good as Cameron <laughs> Grimes, who keeps hitting him with little punches, and then Keith's just like, "No, I'm still gonna do it!" Boom, and knocks <laughs> him down again, uh, and then main, maintains wrist control with a bunch of short arm clotheslines, spirit bomb, whole thing ends. These two have really good chemistry, I think. I wrote that in my notes. I wrote, these guys have a takeover match in them and takeover is in all caps because, yeah, I think these guys could properly go. Also, Keith Lee won with the spirit bomb, which he doesn't do nearly enough. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm super keen on uh, Cameron Grimes and I, I think actually the annoying, the new annoying version of Cameron Grimes they found is my favourite version of Cameron Grimes. I, yeah, I do want Cameron! I I would quite like to see him win the ladder match, uh, win the ladder match, and become North American champion. I think he would be really funny with it, and I think there's a lot you could do, especially with him trying to like weasel out of North American title opportunities for other people. That I think there's a lot in there. Um, but yeah, so Keith Lee is posing at the end of this match, having just beat Cameron Grimes. All of the lights go out, and then we start to hear uh, what I'm assuming is check on the. Uh, Scarlet talking in Czech. Um, and then we cut into uh, K- 
Cameron Cross, uh, sorry, Carrion Cross in really close <laughs> yeah, up. Cameron Cameron Cross. Cross. <laughs> Cameron Cross. You, he says, you want to do this the hard way. All of this is on you. I declare. Uh, I have not seen Mr. Regal around here since he signed me, so you've got to make something happen. And until then, we're doing this the hard way. And it cuts and he's got uh, Danny Birch in a chokehold uh, and like foam is coming out of Birch's mouth. He drops him and the scene behind him is absolute devastation. Um, this is the presentation of Karen Cross that I wanted to see. Uh, I just feel like it should have been the end of the show and it should have been the last, and, and like it would have been even more powerful if they'd have gone like rushed backstage and then found the devastation and seen everyone like, battered and bruised and bloodied because instead it was sort of like the commentary was so clearly on a we need to get to the next thing because we're we've got quite a lot to get to we've got pat mcafee coming up for christ's sake we need to get there as quickly as possible the main event is here it's waiting (laughs) he's in the wings he's he's ready to commentate the tegan knox match um (laughs) and so it felt a little bit abrupt to jump out of this and i don't think anyone gave it quite the gravitas this was like five, six people that he destroyed backstage were all lying, beaten up and bloodied and hanging off things. And yeah, the commentary were very much like, oh, it looks like Karrion Cross is pretty cross. Uh. (laughs) He's going to want to do something about that, eh? Yeah, I really wanted like hushed tones, like people rushing to the back, you know, Tom Phillips putting his headset off and rushing to the back, you know, JR, you know, when Stone Cold got hit by the car, just rushing Mm -hmm. to the back. Um, Yeah, yeah, just like, People, you kill people. It's it needed really a bit fun. of gravitas, right? Like it needed, like it felt the present. I think the presentation of it to and literally until the the segment ended was was good. But they just didn't. They should have just continued it out, and they should have yeah rushed to the back, seen everyone down, um, and really hammed it up. I think in this sense, and like gave it some uh, stakes because it just it felt like one. It felt like Keith Lee wasn't bothered. It felt like commentary wasn't that bothered. How far does Carrion Cross have to go to get people to just get a rise out of people? You know, like mm. he's he's already murdered Dijak, um, and Keith Lee was you know pretty peeved. Uh, he's now murdered Danny Birch and all this other stuff. And what they've done instead of like being like, "Wow, he's really gone too far this time," he's they've instead booked him in a match with Danny Birch. He's beat Danny Birch and five people backstage where there's no, no rules. No, we let's wait until the outcome of the match. Danny Birch might win. And then I assume Danny Birch gets to face Keith Lee at TakeOver Triple Yeah, exactly. And you have to eat a banana. <laughs> if, if, look, if, run, tell you what. All right, tell you what. If Danny Birch... Danny, Danny Birch, Birch if Danny Birch wins the match, I'll eat a banana and you can put your penis in the toaster. Fine. You've got yourself a deal. God, it's getting weird on the NXT podcast. They told us to jazz it up. We're jazzing yeah. it up. They said we needed steaks. <laughs> Steak bakes. Um, okay, so yeah, and then, then we uh had the regal announcement about all of that stuff. We got the Legado del Fantasma segment. We then got uh, Tegan Knox versus Indy Hartwell, which was a perfectly fine showing for Tegan Knox, who I don't know, like looked a bit disinterested in this match. Like 
It was. It felt very going through the motionsy. Um, I, mean, I would probably be disinterested if your the whole purpose for your match existing is to get over the fact that Pat McAfee's a knob on commentary. Like oh, that's yeah. the only reason this match happened is so that Tom Phillips and um, Pat McAfee could have a little conversation about uh, Pat and Cole burying the hatchet, whilst not directly talking over the a tag match so no they basically just it was one of those things where it's just like oh let's just bring it it's like when they did a what was a great balls of fire where they had like kurt hawkins and like zach Ryder go out and wrestle uh mm. so that they could do the whole uh braun Strowman and roman reigns ambulance stuff and just film that without sacrificing like anyone they cared about in the ring which i think tegan knox is better than not i oh, don't know about him don't know about Indy, Indy Hartwell. Well, Indy, yeah, Indy Hartwell was in the job spot here, but T- Tegan Knox just reacted to this as if this was what it was. And like, even when she won, she was getting on the turnbuckles and just being like really lazily pointing to people in the crowd and be like, yeah. And then she did, you know, her little plain thing that she does. She did that half-heartedly. Like, it was like EC3 uh, <laughs> going from his like debut, pointing at his own name to his like later. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you look like the sexy dancers from raw underground yeah, that's it. the sexy the sexy sexy dancers uh <laughs> which I, I described to luke owen uh, earlier as if it was like it was a fight club as if a fight club had been involved in one of the pitch perfect movies that's the level of grittiness they managed to achieve <laughs> absolute useless um but yeah, that it's been, was it. It's been a hell of a week for wrestling. Oh, it has been. It has been an incredible week for WWE programming. Um, the the constant trying of new things. Uh, innovation. Yeah, I get, innovation, I get you. Innovation has not worked out for them once this week, I don't think. Um, overall, this week's NXT, I think, fine. It's yeah. probably my, my review was fine. I love the Keith Lee carrying cross thing. I wish it had been given more time. Um, the triple threat match was really, really good. The opener between Dakota Kai and Rhea Ripley was great. Um, the Garda del Fantasma doing really good work again. I'm so annoyed at the main event and the finish of that. Um, I really can't put into words how much I dislike Pat McAfee. Mate, um, I can't wait for next week. That's the thing is because I, I like if they don't follow up on it, then it will be objectively terrible. Then it's just like WCPW, like, oh, get a celebrity in for it to quickly pop a rating and then nothing, nothing will come from it. But if if some it's like I I am re- I, I can't wait to see what happens next. Just like <sighs> if they start NXT. He's gonna be the North American, he's gonna be the North American <laughs> champion. It's that's it. It's this is it. They wanted to, I, this is the thing. My problem is is that I I don't really I don't have a very good sense of Pat McAfee as a person outside of wwe like he's famous for like he's a football player right God, God, no. I he, 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 so, wore those, he wore those shorts at wrestlemania is the that's it that's, that's pretty much all i remember but like i think he's like he's fairly famous right so you've got they're clearly trying to yeah shoehorn in someone famous for takeover triple x don't google it to try and pop that right i think they should have doubled down on the triple x thing that you know that would have got me <laughs> that that would have got more hits for me, I think, than trying to be like, here's Pat McAfee in his tiny shorts, um, or sorry, his smart casual shorts to ruin things with obnoxious commentary and hosting. I just like I don't it. know, I don't know, mate. Yeah, yeah, he's a real like it's it's good. I 
if he was a heel, it would be the like the amount of heat he's gotten would be the greatest possible benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because like, yeah, Adam Cole's a face now by default yeah. because Pat McAfee's such an objectionable ass hammer. Um, it's just a will this be something that Cole can actually use at TakeOver? No, probably. I don't. Well, who knows? Is Pat mm. McAfee going to wrestle? Because, yeah, apparently he was a football punter. Apparently. Which, yeah, his position when playing with the Colts in 2014, according to his Wikipedia page, is punter. So there you go. He did that thing too. So he did uh, what he's best at. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Next week, and- Johnny Wilkinson's going to come out and kick Rich Holloway's head off. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what what happens. What happens next? I'm intrigued, Laurie. It it may be a car crash, but I am intrigued. And like, I hate watching accidents in slow motion. (laughs) I hate it. Like he's on. He's going to be on Twitter now. Like, like he's he's good at being obnoxious. It's just that will this translate into views? Buy yeah. rates, money, a match. What What's the end goal of this other than Pat McAfee gets to be a little entertainingly obnoxious on Twitter for a bit? What else do we get? Exactly. That, you need to translate that into some sort of, like, you need to take that energy and put it somewhere. And is that into Adam Cole's babyface run? Like, you know, does him winning at TakeOver over Pat McAfee really give him the steam to be like, wow, he's a legit babyface now? Because I think he could have just come out and not been sneaky and everyone would have just been like, ah, yeah, babyface, that's fine. You yeah. know, like Adam Cole is the kind of person who's, he's had five-star matches where there was no trickery or cheating or whatever, and he's won the NXT Championship and retained the NXT Championship off the back of those matches. He doesn't need to be punted by a pundit in order to, you know, like really cement him as a good guy that we should all be behind uh, because he's a little bit shorter than the average man uh, in WWE. He's, I think he's like perfectly normal sized for regular people. <laughs> I'm so confused. I just, I hate it so much. Uh, wrestling at its finest. Wrestling no at its finest. What, no idea what happened to AEW, nor will I. No, I'm, I'm not going to let N- it up. NXT- I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what I've been given. Thank you. NXT for life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's all we've got time for talking about NXT. Please click the videos that have appeared on screen right now to watch more awesome wrestling awesome. stuff. There's also a button on screen that will make you a pledge hammer on Patreon where you can get even more Wrestle Talk content, including Wrestle Talk Extra. We talk about retro pay per views. I can't remember what was on the list uh, of what's winning currently the poll for thingy. Uh, SummerSlam 2010 and SummerSlam 2002. One very good one, one very bad one. Which one would you like to see? Well, if you're a patron, you can you can swing that vote by making your uh, vote count. Um, and that is, yeah, so please also like the video if you liked what we've been talking about. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Leave us a comment down below letting us, what, letting us know what you thought of Pat McAfee punting Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT champion in the history of the brand on the show. Wrestling. Wrestling. Do you like quizzes? 
Do you like wrestling? Do you like watching self-professed experts in their fields being exposed as dangerous frauds? Then you'll love Quizzle Mania, brought to you by Parts Fun Known, the team behind acclaimed wrestling RPG No Rolls Barred. Join us every week as four wrestling pundits pit their knowledge against each other in a cerebral wrangle for prizes, glory, and a bit of good old-fashioned escapism. Enjoy the videos live every Wednesday on Parts Fun Known's YouTube channel, or subscribe right now to have them beam straight to your mobile device. Quizzlemania, it's the showcase of the Amorons. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem with Pat McAfee? He's like, well, I think that's the thing. He's, he's presented as an annoying asshole, and uh, that's fine, but it doesn't make me want to see him wrestle Adam Cole. Like, he's not... I like when people are presented annoyingly, like Cameron Grimes is presented as an annoying asshole, but he's got the skills in the ring to back it up. Uh, so I just, I just like, I'd rather see, why didn't they give, like it would be, it would have been quicker and easier for me to get this over with me if they'd given Cameron Grimes a podcast and then <laughs> spent a year with him doing a podcast and then I, had Adam Cole go on the podcast. I would subscribe to Grime Time, the Grime Time podcast, oh, like yeah. in a heartbeat, just having him just like, like Rush Limbaugh crowing about <laughs> and decrying liberal snowflakes in that horrible foghorn leghorn voice that he has i i would be up for that um i think i'm hoping obviously that at takeover we get um cole versus mcafee and it's like you remember that john cena michael cole match which ended with michael cole being covered in barbecue sauce yes i hope we get that that would be nice that's so, that. That's what I think of when I think of Takeover. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's what. Uh, yeah, the some of the highest rated wrestling shows in modern history. Uh, yeah, I really, I really can see a real like Adam Cole picks up the biggest bottle of water that he can find, <laughs> and sluices drowns Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee dies uh, from the drowning in this bottle of water, and everyone goes, "Oh my God!" Shawn Michaels is there going. 10 minutes too late. Are we, are we calling a doctor? Is that what we're doing? You guys, Hunter, are we, are we called a medic? Is anything happening? Or are we just escorting Pat McAfee off the property? What's I would happening? love it if next week's show just begins with Shawn Michaels and Adam Cole on the floor and Shawn's just like, oh, they are, they're taking the piss now. They, <laughs> yeah. I really thought they'd be here. God, the traffic. Um, it's what do you do with Adam Cole to make him be Adam Cole again after this? Does he... Does he just murder Pat McAfee in like, does he just shoot him dead and then maybe move on to some other takeover match? Like, do you just run him against Champa quickly? Maybe. Yeah, well, this, this is it. This, you know, this felt like the, you know, this pre-SummerSlam takeover really felt like the time to be like, what's your decision regarding Adam Cole and the main roster guys? Because now's the time to do it. He's just lost the biggest prize in the company. He's kind of done it all. He's probably achieved everything he's going to achieve and putting him on a Raw or a SmackDown really does add some superstar power over there when they most need it. I, I mean, I probably want, I would want to save his debut for in front of fans anyway. So, you know, I yeah, drag it out to WrestleMania. Um, Cause imagine that Raw after WrestleMania with just an Adam Cole baby. Um, like that's fine. But it, this did feel like we're coming into, this is the, we, we're at the close of Adam Cole's, NXT run before they decide what the, you know, he goes off and becomes the greatest intercontinental champion in WWE history, probably. Um, 
and it just feels like what is this choice could we could could we not have what are the what are the other matches in NXT that we've not seen Adam Cole do that we could have you know built to as a just a takeover exhibition thing like you know a proper a really good long one-on-one with Finn Balor would have been great I would have loved to see that um you know, I know he's he's been against Finn before, but like a really, you know, without a schmoz finish would have been great. Um, I, I would have loved to see him go against Gargano again, even though we've seen it to death. Him against Champa again. Uh, him against Keith Lee is just a run back would have been awesome because those two had great chemi- chemistry. Him and Dijak, him and Karrion Cross. What like? There's so many options, and they've gone with Robert no, Stone. No, no, no. We, we have, have to find some... Robert Stone. We haven't had we haven't had I, Cole versus I, Robert Stone yet. I. Th- I think it could be good. I think it could be better than <laughs> Pat McAfee. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, there's uh, him and Damien Priest. Like, this, there are so many options in NXT for like, Adam, like the uh, the final bit of Adam Cole that we're going to get if, if you know the rumors are to be believed that he's moving up. Pat you know McAfee, how everyone like not, loses their last match in NXT. Yeah, and, and you then have to they stand over, you, you have to over the guy on the way out. Yeah, and you stand in the middle of the ring, and everyone says thank you. Duh, duh, boom, 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 boom. Uh, so he's just going to watch, just kind of gesture to the NXT uh, logo on the floor. Uh, well, after Pat McAfee gets the biggest, the biggest win mm. of his sporting career, Pat McAfee, who doesn't even come out to music, he just comes out to the sound of his own podcast, like. <laughs> I don't know what the point of this is because it doesn't feel like an attraction that's going to sell me on a takeover. I don't know how popular Pat McAfee actually is, but, um, and I also just don't know where you put that energy. Um, we have, this is the outro of the show, by the way, uh, we, we, we've just carried on talking about the wrestling, which we don't normally do. So you can see, I guess how passionate Pat McAfee has made us all, um, for, for good or for ill. So that's that's it. Yeah, you've uh, that's all we've got time for really on this podcast. But um, if you want to hear more Pat McAfee, check out my Twitter um, or Adams. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, you've got uh, the magazine show coming up on Friday. AEW should be out now as well. And then you've got SmackDown on Saturday. And we are very very close to a bumper period for wrestling and a bumper period for our podcast because we've got Takeover Triple X coming up. We've got uh, SummerSlam. We've got All Out. We've got Payback as well, which is the week after SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah, yep. it is a very, very busy time for the WrestleTalk gang. Uh, SummerSlam, Payback, All Out. Three weeks. Oh, yeah. I've got to have so much time in lieu. <laughs> you bloody... Oh, I tell you what, you got, um, you've got some predictions to edit, my friend. Oh, yeah. You are good. <laughs> I've been given the schedule uh, for when the predictions are happening, uh, and we will... Yeah, we'll have all of those as well for you. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Goodbye. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.